Cambridge Insider Podcast time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode. It's the number one trending podcast, I believe, in F1 high school international kids coming to the US in America. Craig Betson, what do you think about that? Uh, I'm concerned that we're going to get sued for this. Uh, but wow. as as our colleague Robbie would say, let's get to the show, baby. It's a big one. All right. It is a big one. We're talking interviews today, um, which is so important and which uh, fits perfectly with why we've invited our colleague, Mr. Matthew Tilly, to the podcast. Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this for so long. Do you remember back in elementary school <laughs> when you're playing sports and you're waiting for your name to be called to be on the team? I've been like that for so long. And now I feel like I'm on the team I don't know if I'm the last one picked, but I'm happy to be here. Matt, we're going to give it to you, and you're going to run. You're going to run for a thousand yards today. I've got a feeling <laughs> about this one. Where in the country are you? Enlighten our listeners. Yes, I am in the great state of Texas. I'm in the DFW area. Love it, okay. love it. How is Texas? I know you guys had some uh, a, a couple of a, a couple of weather issues uh, a couple of months ago. Everything going well in, in that side of, that side of the world? Yeah, I was out of power for about a week. Uh, perfect example of how things have been going recently, right? But uh, things are back to normal now, and uh, you know we're chugging along. Good. It's a re- it's a resilient state. Well, let's not waste any more time with our little little uh, conversations that we have pre important stuff. Let's get straight into it. We're talking interviews, um, and Matt really is an expert. He's he's been one of the, the front runners when it comes to interviews and good uh, interview practices at Cambridge Network for quite some time. Um, Matt, off the bat, how important are great interviews for schools um, when it comes to student recruitment? Exactly. I know this is a common theme, something you guys talk a lot about in your uh, podcast. A couple of years ago, like five to 10 years ago, it was very much a uh, buyer's market, or sorry, seller's market. Can't get that right. It was a seller's market. And, you know, schools had a lot of control. Uh, you know, applicants were flying in. But now it's very much a buyer's market, right? So when it was a seller's market, the school was spending a lot more time trying to get to know the proficiency level, you know, how they'll fit in at the school. But now it's kind of turned the other way where I think it's becoming more of like a sales pitch where the schools are really being interviewed by the students. Um, and, you know, we work with so many different schools. I can think of I think every single school I work with, I would love to send my daughter to, right? And they all stand out for different reasons on paper, right? But they do, you got to keep in mind, they have thousands of options, right? They can look in California, they can look in Texas, they can look in New York, they can look in Florida, and they can really look anywhere they want, where before, you know, they might have a couple different um, areas where they're looking at, but now um, they have so many more options that we really need to pique their interest in their interview and sell the school. And that's the one time we have to get them, uh, you know, get their attention. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so just to, to summarize and, and big part of why we're doing this podcast episode, Mr. Betson, I'm going to come to you in just a second is because this market is so competitive, you need to really make the most out of every interview opportunity that you get. You might only get two. Previous seasons, as Matt mentioned, with the sellers versus the buyers market, previous seasons, you maybe got 10, you maybe got 12. You maybe you maybe could you know not enroll a couple of students, but now you might only get two opportunities to interview a kid 
two opportunities to show your worth. And it is so, so important to make the most of that first interaction. Exactly. And it's important to note that sometimes these students are interviewing with, you know, five to 10 schools, right? So they have a lot of different schools that all look really good. So that's your one time to really build that relationship with the student and really sell your school and tailor it towards that specific student. Yeah. And, and I think this is great, right? So how do we do this? What are your tips? What, what, what's the moves? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So my first tip is, you know, really pay attention to the little things, right? Oftentimes we forget about uh, certain things that will affect your uh, interview. For example, we hear a lot from agents and parents about very little things that turn them off of an interview. For example, you know, the location. If you're sitting on your couch interviewing them, that's something that they're looking at. That's something they pay attention to. They're even looking at what the interviewer is wearing, right? Are they wearing professional attire? Are they wearing a hat? You know, something like that. No offense, Craig. I like your hat. Um, <laughs> and also, you know, are they eating in class or in the interview? Is They want their undivided attention during that interview. So uh, just really pay attention to the little things. That may seem kind of silly, but I've seen schools lose students because of very minor things like that. And I think this is a really, really interesting idea from uh, from an overview standpoint of the differences between America and China is I think in China and I love China and I, I love it very much. But when I go to China, I wear a suit basically everywhere we go. Right. Because that's what's expected of somebody offering a service. But the parents, they are in pajamas. That you know, sometimes they're in sweatpants. You know, it, it, it's a much more relaxed customer versus um, service provider, and that's what we are in this scenario of a service provider. And we have to show off that we have this big atmosphere, and we care, and we believe in it. And part of that is dressing nicely. And as much as I hate that that is part of it but dressing nicely showing up on time being in your office if you're not in your office using a virtual background something like that and you know the agents are watching these are they're hearing about these too so you know they may not be there physically but they're going to hear about it eventually and that's going to be something in their mind when they send other students to your school too good point Yeah, and and I I have heard that uh, complaint a number of times. I mean, way too many times to count of that. Um, oh yeah, but the school official did the interview on the couch, right? And it's like in my mind, I'm like, okay, no problem. You're trying to get into the school, not the other way around. Uh, but it it is the other way around when it comes to China. Um, okay, so that's one good tip. You know, take it seriously. Um, do you have another one that we could throw down? Yeah, definitely. It kind of ties into what I've been saying, but, you know, really work on building the relationship. And that can start from the very beginning, you know, carefully look through the application and get to know your student. I know sometimes the applications might not line up with how the student is, you know, actually, but try to find out as much as you can and definitely talk to your program manager um, and anyone else you can to kind of learn a little bit more about the student and their interest. And then, tailor that 
to your your interview. So say for example, they like robotics. You know, come prepared with robotics uh, material, the programs. Talk about the classrooms. If you have a teacher that could stop by, you know. So I think really just build that relationship and tailor it to that specific student. Yeah, and I think that's great, right? Like the idea that the interview is not just 15 minutes, right? It's not 10 minutes. It's, um, it is the whole experience that you are in. This is something that we talk about a lot in webinars is that, um, that we need to treat admissions as a full service cycle and not just as something that happens to us. Um, so these are, these are awesome tips. And so I want to say like, look, people want to know more information about this. How can they improve at their interviews? Is there, is there a way that they can? Yes. Yes. I think that's something that with Cambridge, we've been working hard to offer more services where we can help people prepare and improve their skills so that they can, you know, get more students. Um, so definitely check out our Cambridge Enhanced Marketing Program. Uh, Craig, I'd love for you to talk a little more about that and, you know, what we can offer them as well. Yeah, and I think that's, I think that's great, right? Um, as part of the Cambridge Enhanced Marketing, we do a lot of hard things. We provide translation for you. We, um, we do marketing live events. We work with your team to update your flyers, make sure everything's good, put you on Juhu live, do webinars, do all these things. But one of the soft things that we do give you is the opportunity to sit down with us and say, Hey, can you talk me through interviews? And, you know, maybe you say, Hey, Craig, why don't you come watch me conduct this interview? and then give me pointers. It's one of my least favorite things to do because, you know, I hate watching somebody else work and, and in interviews, sometimes kind of a personal thing, but it is the best way to improve your interview game. And, and, and really, Hey, you know, maybe do this, maybe say that, look, look, your background wasn't great. Maybe when he said, Oh, I'm interested in robotics, maybe share your screen and show a video from the robotics club. Okay. You finished this interview, you know, giving you ideas how to work on your specific interviews because we are looking at a very competitive market with very uh, low numbers of applications but lots of options so we want to when we have a student that's gone all the way to schedule an interview with you we should be working and doing everything we can to get that student to enroll Absolutely. It reminds me a little bit about, you know, when you for the first time, if you ever sit with a recruiter when you're looking for a job and they do like a mock interview with you and you you think you ace the mock interview and afterwards they're like, no, no, that's not how we do it. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and once you actually start incorporating those changes, you do see traction. So it's a big part of that. Matt certainly is, um, you know, the expert at, at Cambridge Network when it comes to this. And it's so important, you know, from from the enhanced marketing standpoint, if we dedicating all these resources, both from Cambridge and the school side, to get your word out there, to promote you, to market you, and we get an interest, we must make the most of that interest. We must utilize absolutely every opportunity. Um, Mr. Matthew Tilly, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's, it's, it's been enlightening, I'm sure, for our, our school officials as well. Any final thoughts that you want to share, uh, you know, with our listeners or with Craig and myself? Yeah, well, I actually, I had a funny story I wanted to share, if you guys don't mind. I think it's a really good example of the importance of uh, interviews and kind of going with the flow. I remember uh, about a couple of years ago, 
I had this student, she was interviewing with I think five different schools all over the country. It was very random. I think she just kind of threw darts up and they landed where they did. And that's who she interviewed with. And uh, one of them was my school in Texas. And she wasn't really too interested in Texas, but she started interviewing with the uh, school. And it was really funny because her microphone wasn't working. So she couldn't talk. But the school was talking and then it kind of switched and finally she was able to talk but there were so many problems but the interviewer did such a good job of making her feel comfortable and kind of just going with the flow and building that relationship she ended up choosing that school over a lot of other schools so uh, you know that just shows how important it is yeah absolutely if you get four applications ask yourself this question how many of those are going to turn into enrollments and what are you going to do specifically in the interview to make sure that happens? Matthew yeah. Tilly, as always, a pleasure, buddy. Thank you for coming on. Mr. Craig Batson, any final thoughts from your side as we end this uh, uplifting podcast? Yeah, I think it's it's nice to talk about, you know, we talk about often things that are out of our control, like immigration and visas, and then things that are in our controls, like uh, Cambridge Enhanced Marketing, succeeding at interviews, being the experts in this industry. And it feels really good to talk about something that is entirely in our control and that we at Cambridge Network can help you ace through our Cambridge Enhanced Marketing, if not other ways. Exactly. Well put. Guys, thank you. As always, a pleasure to our listeners. Like, subscribe, comment, send questions. Uh, all of the details are on the podcast page. And we will catch you around the next episode of the Cambridge Insider Podcast. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>